0: The Gilbert Gottfried's Amazing Colossal Podcast Producer of the Month is Paul Lawrence. Thank you, Paul. Be just like Paul and get rewarded for supporting our podcast. Head over to patreon.com slash Gilbert Gottfried.
1: For a set amount each month, you can get some colossal benefits, such as access to new podcast episodes before anyone else, even Gilbert. Of course, Gilbert doesn't listen to the episode. Yeah,
0: I don't pay attention when I'm
1: doing the interview. Exactly. Exclusive (laughs) podcast merchandise and video hangouts so you can see how beautiful we are. And just added, Gilbert will record a personalized roast of you and only you, so you can share with your friends Gilbert telling you what a schmuck you are. Yes. It's a beautiful gift.
0: Yeah. Go to Patreon.com slash Gilbert Gottfried. That's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Gilbert Gottfried. Thank you for your generosity. Is Gilbert Godfrey? I, I fucked up my own name. I got keep it my in, name Frankie. Wrong. Keep it in. Okay. I got my name
1: wrong.
0: That's that's how bad it's, it's an getting worse. Okay. <laughs> I need my name written on a cue card Gilbert Rowland. Yes. Uh,. Hi, I'm Gilbert Gottfried, and this is Gilbert and Frank's Amazing Colossal Obsessions with my co-host Frank Santopadre. It
1: is indeed. Uh, where do we go with this one? <laughs> okay, I'm going to start, and we're going to talk about an actor, and I know you're going to talk about an actor, but this is an actor that we've been trying to get on the show, and he's been in New York shooting a miniseries, which is actually how he just came to yeah. mind. I just saw a promo. He's playing Bernie Madoff. In one of these TV movies, I thought, who am I going to talk about today? And I was wandering around the house, and then I saw this promo for uh, the Madoff story starring the great Richard Dreyfuss, who we have talked about on this show many, many times. Yes. In fact, you recommended The Apprenticeship of Dodie Kravitz. Yes. And I talked about uh, The Goodbye Girl. And Mm -hmm. there's there's a little film he did, Jaws. (laughs) A little film called Jaws. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, a, a very interesting man and a very interesting life. And, you know, he's a Brooklyn kid. Yes. He's born in, the Brooklyn, in Brooklyn in 47, and his parents moved to L.A., and he enrolled in Beverly Hills High School, where he befriended Joey Bishop's son, Larry Bishop. And- oh,
0: that's another one who's in my bid. Joey Bishop. Joey Bishop. Ted Bessel. <laughs> <laughs> it's a callback. <laughs> and Jacqueline Bissett. <laughs>
1: By the way, the only reason and you corrected me last week, the only reason you knew how to pronounce Jacqueline Bissett is because of that bit. Yes. <laughs> Dreyfus uh, went to uh, went to Beverly Hills High, but he's a Brooklyn kid, and he befriended Rob Reiner, and they were friends for life, which is why he's the narrator in Stand By Me, and. Um, uh, interesting actor, uh, you know he he did a lot of TV in the '60s. You can see him on things like Peyton Place and Bewitched and Gidget and The Big Valley. The first time I ever saw him was in a movie we've talked about called Hello Down There.
0: Oh yes, you
1: remember this picture that
0: they're they're like living in an underground survival.
1: Yes. Well, it was How? a I think it's yeah. a, I'm trying to remember the plot. It's Ken Berry. Yes. For, former podcast guest. Oh yes, Ken Berry uh, and Merv Griffin's in it. Wow, and I'm trying to remember. I think Roddy McDowell's in it. Uh,
0: oh, does he? Does I think Richard Dreyfus sings a love song to a goldfish. You got it.
1: <laughs> you, uh, you're you're a sick man with a sick memory. <laughs> I think it's the first time I ever saw him in this bad comedy called Hello Down There, which was kind of like those those Disney comedies. Oh it's yes, sort of like the Boatnicks or one of those things, but it's not. I don't think it's a Disney comedy. I think Bacchus turns up in it. I, oh, I think wow. Merv Griffin's in it. I'm I'm probably getting the cast half wrong, but it's a stunt where he has to live the family has to live underwater. Uh they have to be the first family to live underneath the ocean.
0: Yeah. One one of those plots where you go, didn't anybody hear that? And go <laughs> That's the worst right. fucking idea But it's got ever. this
1: wonderful cast. Anyway, Dreyfus is a young hippie rock singer who sings a love <laughs> song to a goldfish, and and after that, you know, he bounced around. He turns up in uh, Valley of the Dolls.
0: Oh yeah.
1: He turns up as Babyface Nelson in Dillinger. Yeah. Then came American Graffiti and Dudley Kravitz, and then Jaws, and then the rest is history. Because Jaws made him a a superstar. And uh, Jaws was 75. Then he did Close Encounters.
0: And I think he was the original choice to play Bob Fosse. That's correct. In All That the Joe Jazz. Gideon character. And yeah, he was friends with Roy Scheider. Right. And he used to complain to Roy Scheider every night. I'm not getting it wrong with the director. We're just constantly arguing. And then Roy Scheider grabbed the part. That's
1: right. That's right. We've talked about it on the show. There was a quote. It's in it's in a in a, a book I read about Fosse and, and Dreyfus was having second thoughts about, quote, his fat Jew ass parading across the street, <laughs> across the street. I, I and I, and I quote, um, you know he was the youngest man to win best actor for The Goodbye Girl, 29. Oh, wow. 29. Wow. And then there was a bit of a fall. And he was making, uh, he fell on hard times, you know, he he got involved. Uh, He was a party, he was a bit of a party boy. Made a couple of films nobody saw, The Competition, a movie called The Big Fix, which I actually like. Yes,
0: and now is is it The Big Fix where
1: he composed, he wrote a song called I Want to Be Seduced? That's the one, which he sang on Saturday Night Live when he hosted it. But the big fix—I just finally caught up to it after all these years—and it's he plays a private eye called Moses Wine, who was a former radical, a former '60s radical. It's very interesting. John Lithgow's in it. Um, it has an interesting cast. It's very slow, oh yeah, but rewarding if you're a Dreyfus fan. And then he bounced back with *Stand by Me*, *Tin Men*, which which we talked about with uh, with Jackie Martling, with uh, Danny DeVito and Jackie oh, Gale, yeah. and then stake Out. With Emilio Estevez and a, a movie he's terrific in called Once Around. Uh, I don't know if you know that movie. No. Uh, see if you can find it. And then what about Bob
0: with oh, Bill yes. Murray, where he's yeah. the
1: where he's the therapist? And uh, you know, even even when he struggled, even in in subpar films, he was never bad. He was always always fun to watch. And then we had Joan and David on the show. Oh yeah, Joan uh, uh, Joan uh, uh, Kramer and. Um, and David Healy, who are friends of his, and they were telling us that that he's also a, a savant, kind of like we are. He knows yeah. everything about old Hollywood. So I always thought he'd be great for the show.
0: Oh, he'd be terrific. And I, I still would like to ask him uh, how his friendship with Roy Scheider was. After, after he t- yeah. after,
1: after Scheider got such good notices yeah. for all that jazz. Other films he's good in, Down and Out in Beverly Hills, Paul oh, Mazursky yeah. movie, uh, Night Falls on Manhattan... With our buddy Dominic Chianese, um, he's really got a terrific body of work. He does comedy well. He's great in dramas. He's he's terrific in everything. And um, read an interesting story about him doing research about John Gilgood. He was living in L.A. He was a young actor, and he was saying that uh, uh, there was no chance that he wasn't going to make it. He was yeah. uh, he was already. People were saying that that he was going to be a sure thing and. He went to see John Gilgood perform in L.A. with a bunch of his friends, and they said he really went there with the intention of making fun of Gilgood, oh, who, yeah. who was a, who, in his mind, was a has been. And he said Gilgood walked out onto the stage and started to deliver his lines. And not only did he not want to make fun of him, but it was a, it was a it was a uh, a life changing moment. Oh wow! For him, and that's when he knew that uh, that, that that's what he was going to do. So I thought that was an interesting story. So, if we can ever get him, oh yeah, he'd be a great guest to have.
0: I think I think Richard Dreyfus is living with Papillon Susu. No, he is not. (laughs) He's
1: living in San Diego. (laughs) Papillon Susu. He's going,
0: oh, Richard, me
1: so horny. (laughs) Everything comes back to Papillon Susu and Whit Bissell. Oh, anyway, we'll work on him. It's a tall order, but hell, never thought we'd get Bruce Dern either.
0: Oh my God, Bruce Dern was great. Wasn't
1: that wonderful? Yeah, we're so we're so I'm so gratified and by Bruce
0: Dern uh, was one of those, and we noticed it. And everybody who works with Bruce Dern notices this. They go, he remembers. Every single detail. Yeah, he was perfect. It's like like a savant. He was the perfect guest. Yeah. I mean, you you mention a movie that you
1: barely remember seeing. Well, you brought up the Incredible Two Headed Transplant, yes. he and he was right on it. Oh, yeah. yeah right. He was on it. Right. He
0: remembered who wrote it, who did the makeup, wanted me to the eat lighting. A baby. Yes, that's <laughs> right. <laughs> If you think you don't have the money to start your own business, then I have fantastic news. Now you can own a business that has proven to be a phenomenal success all around the country with very little upfront investment. We're talking selfie stations. I love this company, it is so cool. Selfie Station is a portable touch screen photo booth that people and businesses book for weddings, corporate functions, trade shows, proms, promotional events, parties, and more. Selfie Station captures the lifelong memories That can be emailed, text, printed, personalized, and even uploaded to social media. You won't believe how much people will pay you to make your business. The life of their party. It's the easiest income you'll ever earn, and it pays for itself in no time at all. You can start your own business right now. Let Selfie Station be the picture-taker, icebreaker, and your moneymaker. Now, As a special introductory offer, get $500 off the professional package. That's right, $500 off. Go to SelfieStationPodcast.com and support my show by entering promo code Gilbert. That's selfie Promo code Gilbert. So what do you got this week? Okay, sir. Here's his one I I I I don't know if I'm a big fan of this guy, or I just wanted to say his name. Go for it. And that there was an actor, Skelton Knags. Holy <laughs> shit!
1: <laughs> your uh, your colossal obsession is Skelton who? Yes,
0: Skelton I think, Knags? Well, I'm I'm going for an obvious one. <laughs> oh my! You know you're, I'm going you're making this guy for, up. No, there was an actor named Skelton
1: Knags. Wow!
0: And he looked like his name sounded. <laughs>
1: Kind of like Arnold Arnold Stang. Uh,
0: exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. And and uh Skelton Knags, uh he was like he he was his teeth were crooked and and discolored and rotten. And his face was old pockmarked. And he would pop up in like horror films. Like, he was in House of Dracula. I don't
1: have my phone on me. I'm dying as, to know who this guy yeah, is.
0: he was one of the uh, villagers, the angry villager. In which? <laughs> in House of Dracula. <laughs> wow. House of Dracula. That's the one where my uh, one of my other favorites, Onslow Stevens. Well,
1: I know Onslow Stevens.
0: Yeah, Onslow Stevens is a doctor. Who is going? Who finds a cure for Dracula's vampirism (laughs) and Lon Chaney Jr.'s lycanthropy, which was so even as a little kid? I think
1: it's lycanthropy.
0: Lycanthropy. yeah. Yeah, I was. I would watch this as a little kid, going. Wait, wait a minute. There's a scientific reason why he changes into the wolf man. And it had something to do with this thing that uh, put pressure on his cranium. (laughs) And they found some kind of mud underground by accident that they applied to Cheney's head to loosen up the pressure on his cranium. (laughs) Thus curing him. Of course. Or turning into the wolf man. And, and in House of Dracula, Cheney has a mustache. Now you why would a guy who changes into a werewolf every night decide, hey, I think I'll grow a That's mustache. That's a good look. Yeah.
1: <laughs> You'd think he was traumatized and would want to be hair-free. Yes. I s- <laughs> And Skelton Kanags turns up in this. Yes, yeah, uh, Skelton
0: canags. And he Frankie, was could also you look up
1: Skelton Kanags for me and tell the, me? That, the
0: invisible man I think, returns.
1: I think Gilbert's having a seizure.
0: <laughs>
1: what does this guy look like? Of course, I'm going to recognize ugly him as soon as Frankie as comes in here. Oh hell! Really? Yeah. We're talking like Harry Dean Stanton, ugly Rondo. Oh Hatton my ugly? god!
0: Har- Harry Dean Stanton's Tyrone Power. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I I think Verderosa is going to be coming in with a a skeleton
1: Here he comes. Here comes Fra- Frankie. What do you got? Here comes the great Frank Verderosa, our engineer at Nutmeg Post. Yes, he's does gorgeous. he have his name right? Skelton Knags? I, I would pronounce it nags, but what do I know? nags? Is it K N? They
0: called him a male forty answer to Oh. <laughs> A Non-Asian, 40 oh, man Well, Anslo
1: Stevens wasn't that a name that that played a significant role yes, in your in childhood? My
0: childhood.
1: I have never seen. Have I? I have never seen this actor in my life. You've never seen. Skip- oh, now I know oh, who yeah. he is. Oh, yeah. Lordy,
0: not an attractive man.
1: Wow, <clears throat> that's yes. I know who he is. I know who he is. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> He was one of those. Skeleton. I would imagine it's Nags.
0: Nags. Yeah, you
1: wouldn't say the K. Oh,
0: I like Knags. Knags. Skeleton. It sounds more like he looks. Knags. That's him. Oh yeah, yeah, that's
1: him. Wow.
0: Not a good-looking man.
1: Wow. <laughs> he makes Ernest Thesiger. Oh <laughs> like <God>. Dirk Bogarde. <laughs> <laughs> But what was the Onslow Stevens story?
0: Oh, when I was a little
1: kid. Thank you, Frankie. Uh,
0: in in Because uh, I was like, you know, this freak who would watch old movies hard, on TV. Hard to believe. Yeah, and be <laughs> obsessed. And so I was a little kid in elementary school, and it was either, it could have been kindergarten. And the teacher was playing a game with us where she would say, uh, two letters, like initials, and we'd have to come up mm-hmm. with, you know, who it was. Like, you know, if you'd say, like, you know, J.K., John Kennedy, or, uh, uh you know, uh, uh B.H., Bob Hope. And, and she, at one point, she goes, O.S., and me, a little kid, I'm like four years old or something, I jump up excited and scream out Anslo Stevens
1: <laughs> Let me guess it wasn't Anslo Stevens. No.
0: <laughs> yeah. Absolutely no one. Oscar Schindler? No. Yeah. <laughs> that would have that would have sufficed. <laughs> that would have been a more popular name to kindergarten.
1: Uh, kids. Olivier Sarkozy, if he had been born yet. Is that his name? <laughs> wow. Onslow Stevens. I have never heard, I mean, I've seen his face, Skelton Kanegs. Yes. you have a big career? you make a lot of films?
0: He seemed to have made a bunch. I think he had the kind of career that Rondo Hatton
1: had. I see. Just so someone who like, looks
0: scary.
1: And had to be cast in these kind of, in, in, in horror roles. Yeah.
0: Like without, oh, like this, a guy, uh... I, I wonder if he's still around, Michael Berryman. Oh, sure,
1: sure. Yeah. From the Hills Have Eyes. Yeah, yeah. and
0: he's in, he's one of those guys. Right. He had some kind of disorder or something, and he looks just weird.
1: He didn't have the the, agromegaly, uh, the Michael Michael Barryman <laughs> <he>
0: could. <laughs> well, you know, or what? as they called it in Tarantula, acromegaly. Acromegaly. <laughs> like, like an acromegaly party. They were having an ha. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, Jack Elam was an actor that was always cast. Yeah, he a, was like had a lazy had eye a lazy that was eye. off to the side. Right. We could do a whole show just on deformed character in fact, actors. Jack Elam, yeah, I believe worth looking up. Guys. Was
0: was in a a terrible uh, t- failed TV show called i i think it was called me and frankenstein
1: was this about the kid who had the aging disease no no
0: this is this is about a young guy who uh in i guess is a grandson of dr frankenstein and he gets uh he uh you know inherits the castle and i think Jack Elam is is the Frankenstein monster.
1: Unbelievable. I, I, I either dreamt this or, or yes. which is possible. Or Jack Elam's in a movie, a TV movie about a kid who has a God, forgive me. I can't think of the name of that.
0: There there is that disease. Yeah, I remember. That one where like babies look like hundred year old men.
1: And he befriends Jack Elam. Yeah. <laughs> Did I, is this a fever dream I
0: had? And and I think uh, it it's not Jackie Elam's not playing a character. It's about a guy with this disease who
1: befriends actor oh Jackie Lord. <laughs> that may be true. Jackie Elam may have played himself. Yeah, we're gonna look this up. We're gonna look this up. Frankie, get the. Uh Get the Google machine ready. So, so your obsession,
0: and I'm <laughs> and, deeply obsessed. And boy, is that an obsession? And I masturbate about it every <laughs> night. Skeleton connects. Connects. Skeleton connects. I think he was also in in one of the Basil Rathbone Sherlock Holmes really pictures. Really? I'm
1: now I'm going to join the Skeleton Connects fan Skelton club. Connects. What about the skelton Knags Wow Show in the 70s <laughs> with Terry Garr? Oh, my Lord. Or, or the, t- the
0: morning talk show, Waking Up with skelton Knags. <laughs> skelton Knags
1: Now! With an exclamation point. skelton
0: Knags A.M.
1: <laughs> and then there was the new skelton Knags oh, show yes. with Hope Lang, where he, where he moved to the desert.
0: Okay. See, they could never accept him though with a new wife. Incredible. In his old show, his wife was Evelyn
1: Anchors. <laughs> Not Una an O'Connor. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go home and do some research on this yes. fellow. So, boy, that is that is an obsession. Yes. That is living up yes. to the title. Yes. <laughs> so your your obsession to sum, sum up is Connect. As but I went for the popular. You did what? You did. You're a front runner. <laughs> and mine was an obscure actor named Richard Dreyfus. <laughs> Richard, who? Richard. <laughs> yes. Doesn't matter. Oh, hilarious. Well,
0: this has been. Uh...
1: <laughs> <laughs> Skeleton connects. Amazing I, colossal.
0: Yes, I'm Gilbert Gottfried with my co-host Frank Santopadre, and this has been. Gilbert's amazing, colossal, skeleton Kahnaggs. I'm doing Burt
1: Mustin next week.
0: <laughs> yes, the guy who was... Talk about a guy born he old. He looked like a chicken. Yes. <laughs> he was one of those guys. He may have been
1: 15 when he was doing those movies. <laughs> he's he, in the Egghead, Vincent Price episode of Batman. Oh, yes. And he's a chicken farmer. Because he looks he, like a was chicken. Was he also in the Jack Benny show? Probably. Probably. And You guys yeah. all know Burt Mustin if you're listening
0: to yeah, this. Yeah. I, I think on Andy Griffith. Everything. Pop- he was a
1: regular on Andy Griffith. He was Mr. Quigley on All in the Family. Yes. Yeah.
0: And he was one of those guys who just always looked like he was 500 That's years it. old.
1: That's it. So now I don't have to do Burt Mustin. Well,
0: we'll do it. <laughs> we can
1: still do yeah, it. I'll move to Dub Taylor. <laughs>
0: Who was definitely definitely on the
1: Andy Griffith show. <laughs> Absolutely, I'm exhausted. You
0: to have a? He used to have that kind of yeah. uh New Orleans thing.
1: Yeah, you guys know Dub Taylor, great. And he
0: popped up on the on Cosby with, as with Blaine. you, yeah, well. Dub Taylor. He was supposed to be an old jazz buddy. Of that guy who played Bill Cosby's father, right? The one who used to go, "Oh, Bill." Yes, I remember <laughs> Bill. Now, why would you say a thing like that?
1: Now, since we talked about yeah. Gene Autry, and I'm going <laughs> to wrap. Okay. <laughs> Dub Taylor played a Gene Autry-like sports owner because Gene Autry owned the California Angels yes. baseball team on the original on the uh, on the Odd Couple series. Okay. Dub Taylor.
0: Oh, when wow. They, when
1: Renee Santoni was the Eskimo kid oh, who yes. was the quarterback. Do you remember that episode in season one?
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah,
1: I'm going deep here. There
0: was some strange odd couple.
1: Yeah, Dub Taylor, who was in everything.
0: Do you remember? I, got, I No, I got to go. Oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Do I remember who? Uh,
0: there was an, an episode, the one episode. Uh, episode of the odd couple without a laugh
1: track. Yes, it's the one where they get locked in the basement.
0: Was that the one yeah. or I thought it was the one where, with the playboy mansion. Oh,
1: it's that one too.
0: Yeah. Maybe it would they toast too.
1: Yeah, they tried it.
0: Uh, yeah, it yeah just, you're right
1: with well, John Aston. Yeah. playing as, a you Hefner yes. character. Yeah, yeah. You're right. That's all I got. Okay, that's all. Say well, goodnight, skeleton.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> session.